my very good friends at Nissan have been slapped. And not in that exciting way that typically costs extra. This particular slappage occurred recently in the disunited kingdom of King Chilla III. Reading between the lines, it's quite fair to say that Renault's demented half-sister has been a proper greenwashing mother-lover over its depiction of the e-power hybrid system. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au Newcast Cheap, Australia only, website. Card. This report is in two delightfully entertaining parts today. Firstly, an hilariously uplifting tale of Nissan being slapped officially, followed by, you'd have to call it, a takedown. Nissan's e-power system is, of course, one of the most cynical, notionally green automotive systems ever, in my estimation, and I would dearly love to lay out for you exactly why only a fool would part with his money over one if he understood the truth about how it actually functions. So, part one. The old darts advertising standards watchdog has yanked two ads for that beautiful Nissan Qashqai e-power on the basis of them overflowing with greenwashing douchebaggery. The Qashqai is, of course, Britannistan's top-selling SUV, and it has been for more than a decade. When I learned this disturbing news, I sent an urgent telegram to King Chilla at the palace, imploring him to work a lot harder on separating the toxic waste from the local drinking water supply. Because this is exactly the kind of thing that happens. Kashkai starts seeming like a good idea, then society just falls apart. In Nissan's first bullshit ad, which has just been torpedoed, there's fine print that says Kashkai e-power, quote, comprises a 100% electric motor-driven system powered by a lithium-ion battery and a petrol engine. Then the voiceover says, who said electrification can't spark excitement when unplugged? Which is also a freaking crime against literature, incidentally. Torpedoed ad number two features The Flash. And I'm not talking about the kind of deplorable trench coat conduct that gets one arrested eventually. Rather, the speedy kid of repute from the DC Comics universe. He is depicted around both Nissan e-power shit heaps with a voiceover claiming, quote, Nissan Qashqai and X-Trail e-power get your own electrical superpower like The Flash. Pro tip, okay? There's no evidence that the Flash was electrically powered. That's definitely not in his contract, right? But I kind of like it anyway, I suppose. We are, after all, talking about a magical boy with a Wonder Woman Oedipus complex who can break the laws of physics and run at light speed to promote a vehicle that only someone who really doesn't understand the laws of physics would think is even a vestigially decent idea to own. King Chiller's Chancellor of Advertising Untruth said, live from his ancestral castle in West Anglesex, that viewers would understand the ads to mean that the car used e-power 
and essentially magic, I'm paraphrasing, electric technology that did not require it to be plugged in in the same way as an EV. The Chancellor added in his Kenny Everett underwear that while Nissan's bullshit, again I'm paraphrasing, did not include any explicit imputations relating to the car's environmental impact, the Chancellor and his knights and their foot people and maidens in waiting kind of said that consumers were likely to understand that the car was a better choice for the environment compared with those filthy combustion shit boxes which ran out of virtue roughly last Tuesday following decades of faithful service in which Nissan still sells enthusiastically today, let's not forget. The official proclamation reads, in part, because the ads did not make sufficiently clear the nature of the vehicle's power source and because it required petrol to power the electric motor which would produce tailpipe emissions, we considered that the ads were also misleading in this regard. We concluded that the ads did not make sufficiently clear the extent to which the car required petrol and were therefore misleading. We told Nissan to ensure that their future ads made sufficiently clear the nature of a vehicle's power source. That is a dead set barbed wire enema, is it not? I mean, those bullshit ads must have cost a pretty penny. There's a lot of CGI there and DC Comics would have had its hand out. Like, you don't get to use the Flash without giving DC a full-on reach around. Fancy being a car maker and being told not to lie in future marketing communications. Regulators, you know, up there obviously have no regard whatsoever for tradition, do they? Here's the thing, dude. There is this, and we are at part two, incidentally. There's this pesky little caveat that operates everywhere in the frickin' universe, including inside the powertrain of that appalling Nissan e-power shitbox, okay? It's called the second law of thermodynamics, and it sounds really, really scary, I know, but it actually just says that every time you do a process on a thing, you are gonna lose available energy. So, if you, for example, use a petrol engine to drive a generator and then you use the generator to charge a battery and or run an electric motor and you use that to drive the wheels of a car, that simply cannot be as efficient as just driving the frickin' wheels with the petrol engine. Because physics says it can't. And you can't argue the toss with physics. It's not like standing there with a politician, dude. It just doesn't work that way. The one advantage of e-power over unadulterated combustion is that e-power can regeneratively break and thus recover a little bit of kinetic energy that way, just like every other hybrid and EV on Earth. There's a small fuel saving flowing from that. But in this case, because of the inefficiency of the powertrain's underlying configuration, the net saving is pathetically small. In short, the fundamental layout of e-power is a basic scientific intelligence test. If you buy one, you really should have been conscious a little more often during high school and not thinking about Melinda's blouse, dude. That's probably why you're working in a chicken processing factory today. At this point, some friggin' genius in the comments is doubtless destined to 
inform me that this is how a diesel electric locomotive powertrain is laid out, and therefore I am mistaken. And I would say, yeah, dude, except for the battery. They do work this way. Combustion, generator, traction motors, motive power, locomotive, yay. It's curious logic though, isn't it? Locomotives work that way, therefore e-power must be great. Except for one pesky detail, dude. Qashqai is not a freaking locomotive. I actually trained to be an engineer in a factory where they reconditioned big diesel electric locomotives. And the reason locomotive designers get a huge diesel engine to run a generator to power equally dirty big traction motors on the axles is not because this is a thermodynamically efficient way to run it. It's not being done in the interests of fuel efficiency or any other kind of efficiency. It's done this way because the alternative would involve a prohibitively expensive mechanical drive system. And that would be a little too complex. Like imagine multiple drive shafts splitting 2000 horsepower to six different axles over a total distance of 15 to 20 meters. An interesting engineering challenge, just not one that would be in any way worthwhile to execute, although there have been mechanically driven locomotives in the past. And for a locomotive, obviously, it is also rather nice to be able to apply maximum torque at like zero RPM, because that certainly makes those 20,000 ton hill starts somewhat easier. Like, dude, you're just a little less likely to burn out the clutch, aren't you? Here in Australia, Nissan is also busily mining for scientific illiteracy, I note. And by that, I mean attempting to sell e-power to the fundamentally ignorant. With e-power, pioneering doesn't have to pause. E-power includes two electric motors, a petrol engine and a lithium-ion battery to achieve an EV-like driving experience. The result is almost instant acceleration response and quiet driving sensation without the need to plug in to recharge. Just exhilarating and stress-free driving. Exactly. I would argue, however, that pioneering has taken rather the lengthy sabbatical with e-power because this, quote, unique electrified technology and its achievement of, quote, an EV-like driving experience, and it's, quote, quiet driving sensation without the need to plug in to recharge is only possible because you're burning fucking petrol to keep the whole show on the road, however inefficiently and inconveniently. Here in Shitsville, the full e-power ignorance burger is gonna cost only $4,400 more than straight up combustion. So you pay 4,400 bucks more, that's for the X-Trail TIL, and you go from 7.8 liters per 100 Ks with the equivalent filthy combustion shitbox to a frankly amazing 6.1 for the magical green one. 7.8 to 6.1. Imagine that. In other words, you are going to save an incredible 1.7 litres of petrol for every 100 k's you drive in that greenwashed one. That's using the official combined cycle lab test results listed at redbook.com.au.
Essentially, if you did pay attention at school, in the domain of economic rationalism alone and alone, <laughs> it's screaming, not worth it, at the top of its freaking lungs, dude. Adding insult to injury, if you, let's call it uh, upgrade, to the greenwashed one from the equivalent filthy combustion-only shitbox, you have to run it on 95 Ron premium unleaded versus 91 Ron if you're happy with the filthy option. So let's run the numbers on that, shall we? 15,000 kilometres a year means 1,170 litres of 91 for filthy combustion X-Trail versus 915 litres of 95 Ron for the magic one, powered with the Flash's perverted electrical obsession with Wonder Woman. I mean, mummy. Now, 91 is like a buck 98 at the moment, and 95 is two bucks 11 per litre. So the fuel cost for a year is going to be... 2,117 bucks for the filthy polluter versus a petrol bill of $1,931 for the allegedly nearly electric magic scientific illiteracy special. Annual saving, if that's the right word, is a massive 386 bucks with the green magic one. That's more than seven bucks a week. But you did have to pay 4,400 bucks more for it up front, right? So you're going to break even in, uh, well, it's like 4,400 divided by uh, 386, and then you've got to multiply the remainder by 12 to get the months. So the repayment period is like uh, 11 years and five months. <laughs> What an amazing proposition. If you buy the greenwashed magic flash powered one today, you will be financially in front in uh, March of 2035. And then you're going to start raking in those fat stacks of fuel saving cash just over a buck every day. Imagine that in your 11.4 year old combustion-powered, almost EV, saving that planet. Dude, who doesn't want that? <laughs>